So, here I am, Astrid Ferguson, starting a podcast. I know, right? I felt like Instagram wasn't enough for me to talk about certain things. And then I felt like some of the things that I wanted to talk about, maybe they were too complex for Instagram. So here I am saying, I mean, can we discuss? Today, what do I want to discuss, right? That was the hardest thing about coming up with this podcast. So I wanted to talk about my experience, right? Here I am. I was originally born in Dominican Republic. My parents were two foreigners who met in Dominican Republic. My mother is Dominican and my father, who may he rest in peace, was Haitian. They met in Dominican Republic very young. My mother was very young. Um, they They were 33 years apart from each other. I mean... The inevitable, right? A divorce was going to happen down the line very quickly. And that's exactly what happened. They were married exactly three years. We migrated to the United States. And that was the beginning of my life in the United States. I come to the United States and my parents, you know, they divide My mom was working some dead-end factory job, making ends meet. She could barely afford to pay for a studio apartment, so she could barely afford to take care of us both. My father, um, I'm not quite sure where he was in the picture around this time. I'm sure that's when they tried the co-parent My mother made the ultimate decision to send me back and leave me with my grandmother because she felt, at least with my grandmother, I was safe and I could be fed and I wouldn't see her struggling. And when my father got word of it, he went to Dominican Republic and pretty much... I'm not sure if it's the correct term, but in my grandmother and my mother's uh, terminology, stole me. Well, I think he was at, you know, at his rights, had his rights as a father. I mean, you can't exactly steal your kids. So he brought me back to the United States and he felt that my mother abandoned me and that's when the serious custody battles began. So during these custody battles, my father um, had me stay with this babysitter. He prevented me from seeing my mother. And this babysitter wasn't very nice to me. I mean, obviously I was very little to remember everything, but I just remember that I got very ill under her care. I mean, she 
would leave me on the cold floor with, you know, the windows open, no blanket, and that's where I would take a nap. And my mother said, I came down with serious pneumonia. And she took every last dime and penny to pay for my hospital bills um, because I landed in the hospital. Obviously, my father and my mother fought because she wasn't supposed to see me, but she went against my father's will to take care of me. Now, during the custody battles, that's where my mother met my stepfather and throughout these custody battles the end result was that my mother was only to see me one day a week and I was supposed to remain with my father and the reason for that was because my mother took me to Dominican Republic and left me And my father, who actually does have a law degree from Haiti, used that as his argument. He said that he was afraid that if I stayed with her, she would do the same thing. And that she was not interested in raising me in the United, in the United States. Um, so that is a topic that I wanted to discuss. You know, a lot of these things that I'm discussing has shaped my books. Um, for all of you out there, I am Astrid Ferguson and I am the mama of the book Malt. So in my book, I discuss briefly these things at the beginning, how we lead into these things. Um, but I wanted to discuss that. I mean, is it really abandonment if you as a parent decide that, you know, I there's nothing that I can give my child right now. So I'm going to leave them with my parents or somebody who I trust to watch them because I'm not at a place that. I want to be in life. Um, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, these are things that we can discuss and deliberate in different ways, right? I mean, yeah, it can be considered abandonment because when you have children, they're your children and you're supposed to raise them. And then on the other side, if you know that you can't, are you... Um, is it really a bad thing? Is it harmful that you're saying I'm not good enough right now? So these are topics for us to discuss. For me, after I became a mother, um, I was young. I was fresh out of college. I was with this guy right who I thought was going to be the man of my life um yes we lived together but we weren't married and I was young I was just starting my career and 
honestly, if I had to raise my child at that time, I couldn't do it financially alone, even though I made too much money to receive any sort of assistance um, from the government. Um, it's funny how that works, right? If you make $4 more than the average person, um, all of a sudden you're supposed to be able to afford everything. But I don't know who does the calculating because once you add rent and you add all the basic necessities of a child and you add your necessities and then if you want to make $4 more an hour than the average person, you have to pay all these all this money back in student loans. So technically you're already in debt. But, you know, that's a whole nother subject that we can touch at a different time. So let's get to this, right? So I am young. I am fresh out of college. I am just beginning my career. I'm not married and I end up pregnant. Now, things were difficult um, because obviously he wasn't at a stage in his life that he was ready to become a father, um, even though he had been out of school and he was he's four he was and still is four years older than I am. Um he was he wasn't ready for a whole bunch of other reasons but i decided to have my child anyway and i can remember that when i had my child things changed like my child became my motor my reason for living my inspiration to make my life better to have some sort of direction my purpose you know um, so I stood there divided because if I couldn't provide for my child, honestly, I may have taken the same route my mother did, except, you know, my mother was here in the United States, but, um, I didn't see it as being a bad thing. I didn't see it as being abandoned. I saw it as my mom trying to get on her feet. Um, not necessarily that she didn't love me, but it's just, you know, the life here in America was very difficult for someone who came here not knowing the language, not having a degree, not really knowing how the system works, not, not knowing much of anything, you know, and kudos to America, right? It's not like you can go and knock on your neighbor and be like, hey, can you fill out this application for me? Hey, can you drive me over here? Or hey, can you do? No, no, no. If you do that, they're going to say, um, hey, do you have gas money? Or hey, do you have application filling out fees? <laughs> there is no such thing as help, free help and kindness. It's almost extinct now um now if you do want it you have to go seek it you have to youtube it hey youtube for everything right but somehow she couldn't fathom or 
learn to adapt that in our country, there is that humility that your um, neighbors will help you, offer you a plate of food or, you know, offer to take you in. But here in the United States, the mentality is survival of the fittest. So with that being said, it's like a double-edged sword. Because if you do keep your child, then you have to put them through these struggles. I mean, if I would have stayed here with my mom during those times where she obviously went hungry for days because she couldn't even afford a meal... um, maybe the system would have took taken me away and said that it was negligence or said that, you know, um, I was better off in a foster home. Like, those are those hidden, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, times that it makes it difficult to know what's the right answer as a parent Um, obviously when you have your kids you want your kids to do better than you have you want to provide better you want to give them better options I I know when I ended up being a single mother um, it was hard Um, it was very tough. I mean, I had times where I was stretching a dollar for four days and I was almost on E on my tank. And (laughs) luckily my child was small enough that I can make him, you know, a hot dog and warm up some cup noodles and call it dinner, you know? Um, it was very tough when I think back of when I first had my kid. Um, And obviously if I could have done things differently, I would have prepared myself better. Um, There is no right answer as preparation for becoming a mother because obviously you will never be financially ready to have a child. If you wait to be financially ready, unless you're wealthy, of course, there's never a right time. So I pin this question, you know, out there. Like, is that, like, when you have to make these choices as a parent, it, does it really make you a bad parent? Um, does it make you a better parent that you would have chosen to keep your child through those times just to say you stuck it through? Or would it make you a worse parent for doing that? I mean, there is no right or wrong answer. I just think it really just depends on the situation. Unfortunately, in my situation, that ended up with very, very hard and rough custody battles between my parents and then letting in my stepfather who I write a lot about in my new book which will be called The Serpent Rattle which talks about domestic violence and abuse and all of those things because yeah we did live through that so I'd like to think 
those situations is what led him in. Um, obviously, when you are in poor situations in your life where you don't think too much of yourself or your life has taken a turn, you can attract these people that take advantage of your situation. Obviously, you're not looking very clearly, so they seem like a friend. They seem like they're interested, like they genuinely care. And you don't get to see that other dark side of them until you start to feel comfortable in their company. So this is just my first podcast, just to give you a quick glimpse of some of the things that we will probably be discussing. Um, And it's those sorts of discussions that can be deliberated in other ways. Hopefully, I can have some guests and we can elaborate more. So I will leave you with this poem directly from my book, Malt. Imagine if something as organic as laughing too much could cost you your last breath. If playing tag with your friends could send you on a stretcher to the ER. If being outside doing some gardening could end up with someone else shoveling a hole for your coffin. If you can imagine for a quick second what that would feel like, you could relate to all of us suffocating in this life who appear different on the surface. We are all asthmatics with lungs longing for more oxygen called kindness and that is called asthmatics thank you so much for listening to me today i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast but this is just my way of kicking it through and seeing how this thing works again my name is astrid ferguson I am the mama of the book Malt, and you can follow me. I am on Instagram, Astrid underscore Ferg, A-S-T-R-I-D underscore F as in Frank, E-R-G. I am also on Twitter. It's the same handle, just reverse. So Ferg underscore Astrid. And I have a blog as well of some topics that I will probably discuss. And that is under www.astridferguson.com. www.astridferguson.com. So please do follow me. Send me any submissions as far as this discussion that I just had with you guys. And let me know your thoughts. Is it considered abandonment or is it considered good parenting? So I'd love to hear from you guys and I look forward to catching you on the next podcast. Thank you.